God going to get some respect out of mankind. Whether you got to drop you to your knees, he's going to get his. He's going to get his due benevolence from his people. And he's going to get it from those that are not his people too. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, y'all may be seated. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. We thank you for the ability to stand. We thank you for the ability to get up in the morning and give praise to you. We thank you for the ability, God, that you have placed. Oh God, we just thank you. We just glorify you. We honor you. We honor you. And we praise your name. Oh, glory to God. For you're so worthy, Lord. You're so worthy. You're so worthy. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. And we praise your name. And we ask, Lord, that you will continue to bless us, that you will continue to keep us, and that you will continue to guide us. In Jesus' magnificent name, we pray. Let the church say amen. amen. Let us say one more time, amen. amen. For the third time, let us say amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Let's go to Ezekiel, the 47th chapter. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, how blessed we are. Amen. How blessed we are. How blessed we are. We are too blessed to be stressed. Amen. By any means. Ezekiel, the 47th chapter. Our message today is entitled, Bring Me Through the Waters. I repeat, our message today is, Bring me through the waters. Amen? Now, 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 I want everybody to just settle in now. Settle in. God got a word. I want you to settle in now. Settle in. I want you to hear what God is saying this morning. Because we keep acting like we're hearing, but we ain't acting it out in our lives. So, 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 give the word time enough to sink down in your head and understand and hear what God is trying to tell you up in here. Give, give, give God a chance. Get a word a chance, y'all, okay? Get a word a chance. Get a word a chance. Because it's a good thing to be in the house of the Lord. We're talking about bring me through the waters. Oh God. Ezekiel, the 47th chapter. Something that all of us got to understand. That when the man of God stands up to speak the word of God, it's God speaking through him. It ain't me. And we got to give reverence to what God is saying. This is the house of destiny. The house of your destiny. 
bring me through the waters. Ezekiel, the 47th chapter, is where we're going to begin. But I want you to go up to Ezekiel 46, 20 first, because I want you to understand something here. 47 verse 1 says, afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house. That means that he had been there before, right? If we go back up here to 46 verse 20, we'll see that the last time the Lord took him there, he said, then said he to me, this is the place where the priest shall boil the trespass offering and the sin offering, where they shall bake the meat offering, that they bear them not out into the outer court to sanctify the people. In other words, what you sanctify to God. Talking about sanctification here. What you sanctify to God stays within the realm of God. And it's not to be protruded out and violated in the outer court, which is the flesh. He had been there before and he had showed him the thing called how the priests are to sanctify the people. So God is showing us because we're priests of the Most High God. God is showing us a thing about sanctification. In verse 47, he says, Afterward, he brought me again unto the door of the house. Oh, bless the name of God. We know that John 10, 9, Jesus says, I am the door. So it's evident that the priest, which we are now, was taken to Jesus. Jesus being the door. He says, if any man come in here and be saved, that uh, he'll go in and come out and find pasture. That means that he will always have more than enough. Not just enough, but he will always have more than enough. Because it takes more than enough to be able to help somebody else. So God gives us this abundant life as we spoke before. He gives it to us, why? Not just for ourselves, but to help others too. Afterwards, he brought me again into the door to Jesus of the house. Jesus is the door to this house. And behold, he said, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. Mm-hmm. Eastward being within. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east. And the waters came down from under the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Took him to the door first. Before you can see anything, you've got to see it through the eyes of Jesus. Amen. Before you can see anything about God, God has got to take you to the door so that you can see. Took him to the door and then behold means to look, 
to pay attention to what took place. It said, waters began to issue where? From under the threshold of the house eastward. This is the house. Eastward is within. So whatever was taking place, whatever waters of spiritual blessings was coming forth, it was coming forth from within you. And notice what it says. It was coming out from under the threshold. That threshold is that starting point of a new life and experience in you. And then he goes on and says, and the forefront of the house stood toward where? East. We've been looking on outward too long. You got to learn to look inside. The word of God is not designed for us to look that way. The word of God is designed for you to look. Stood at the forefront and look. Look in the mirror and let a man examine himself. See what we're shortcoming at. Admit where we're shortcoming at and ask God to help us in it. Amen. And the waters came, notice where they came from. They came from under, from the right side of the house. Right side being the side that we receive things from God. But how could it be on the right side of the house and at the south side of the altar? The altar is the place of sacrifice. Note that when a man faces the east, East, he has the south on his right side. You understand? So when we're looking from within, when we're standing at the forefront of ourselves and looking within, we see the spiritual blessings of God at work in our life. It says that the south at that time is seen from the right side, the side where we receive from God. As we receive from God, we see that the altar is on the south side. There are some things in your subconscious. The south represents the subconscious mind. There are some things in your subconscious that's terrifying you. There are some things in your subconscious that when you sleep at night, you can't sleep with peace because it's finding its way out. See, all this stuff got to be sacrificed. How is it sacrificed? Through the waters. Notice what the waters do. The waters come under the house because as God's spiritual blessings come within us, it doesn't pour in us this way. It pours this way because it wants us to rise. So as the water flows from under, it rises us up. That's why you always hear me say that when the, when, when the tide come in, all the boats rise together. When the flow. God is going to teach this morning. I'm going to show you some things. Verse 2 said, then brought he me out of the what? Way of the gate of the, the gate northward. Notice what God does first. Northward represents our conscious mind. You know them things that we are caught up in in the world. He's got to take us out of the way of that first. You see what he's doing here, right? 
You see what God is doing? The word of God says, then he brought me out of the way of the gate that was northward. You know, the always looking out and never looking in. And he led, wow, about the way outside unto the outer gate by the way that look where? See, once you know Jesus is the way too. And that's what Jesus is all about. Getting you to look eastward within yourself. That's what he's all about. If you read the book, Acts 1-3, it tells you. He taught on the kingdom. And the kingdom is within you. That's the only thing Jesus ever taught on. Is the things about what's in man. To try to get man to see what God had placed in him. Because from what's in a man is what happening out here. See, see, it ain't what go in a man that defile him. That ain't what defile a man. It's what come out, out of him. You see? It's what come out of him. That's what defile a man. What come out of his heart, out of his mind. Fornication, adultery, murder, hatred, all of that, envyism. You see, that's what defiles a man. It don't defile a man that he do something that man may say is wrong. It defiles a man from what comes out of him from doing what he do. You understand what I'm saying? See, that's what defiles him. That's what defiles him. You say it ain't what go in a man that defiles him, it's what come out of him, see. That's for y'all religious folk. Because that's who he was talking to, them religious folk. Them can't do, you can't do, you can't do, you can't do. Them kind, them religious folk. Jesus said, well, wait a minute. It ain't what go in a man that defiles him, it's what come out of him. He was talking to them folk. Yeah, them. He said that after God leads you out of the way of yourself, he leads you into the way of what he has placed within you. And notice what the waters do in verse 2. And behold, there ran out waters on, still run waters running on the right side. Because the right side is where you receive from. So as long as the waters or the spiritual blessings of God are flowing from that right side, you're going to be able to receive. See, some of us are trying to make God's blessings flow from the wrong side, and it ain't working right. Verse 3 says, And when the man that had the line uh-oh, in his hand went forth eastward, that's an angel, he went forth, a messenger of God, he went forth, where eastward he's measuring from within and he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters the waters were to the ankles you know what that word ankles there mean it means the end of your faith God the first thing the Lord does is he shows what he has for you in your end state. 
before God do anything, he has already foreknown and predestined. He's already know what you all about, what he's made you, how it's going to be, the whole thing. That's why the water start at the ankles. The word ankle there means at the end of your faith. That's why the evening and the morning was the first day and the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth. You know, the evening and the morning, not the morning and the evening, but the evening, your best state. We talked about this before. So what God does is, when God begins to flow into your life, first thing God wants you to see, and it's hard for people to see, is your end game. What's the end of your faith? Do you have a revelation to why you're doing what you're doing? Do you have an end game? What's the end? Have you read the back of the book? If you haven't, those that endure to the end, we win. <laughs> so don't get caught up on what you're going through now. Because that's all part of the process. Amen? Amen. It says that he started measuring. And he measured a thousand cubits. One. Count it up, it comes out to one. I ain't got time to count. One means unified. He brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Matthew 28, 20, you don't have to go there, but the word of God says, Jesus speaking, he said, Lo, I'm with you even until the end of the world. In other words, I'm with you all the way. That's the first thing God wants to show you on this journey is that he's with you. You got to understand that God is with you on this journey. You are not on this journey by yourself. No matter what it looked like. No matter what the world looked like. It doesn't matter about that. You got to stay focused in God. Because you can run out. What good do a prophet a man to gain the world and lose his own soul? Amen. What good? And what will a, will a man give in exchange for his life? Tell me that. Tell me that. So what? If you get everything that you want. And you're able to do everything that you ever dreamed of that you want to do for yourself and for your family and anybody else. What good does it do a man to gain the whole world and mess around and lose his soul? Amen, that's right. What good does it do? And what good does it do me while I preach to you I myself become a castaway? What good will it do? And what good will it do you to come to church every Sunday and make no change and go to hell anyway. What good will it do you? You're just wasting your time. You might as well party on. You might as well get something out of it. Might as well. No need me lying to you. You're going to come up in here and not change. You're just going to play church. What good is that? Tell me. Verse 4 says, and again. He measured a thousand. Mm -hmm. He keep bringing this thing back to the oneness in him. And he brought me through the waters again. The waters were, now this time it was to the knees. This is speaking about salvation. The word knees here represents to receive as a newborn child. See, the first thing God does, he shows you the whole thing. The ankles. 
then he come back, then he go to work on you. He start running those spiritual blessings in. The first spiritual blessing is he saves you. The water's now is up to your knees. You're a newborn child in God now. We're on a journey. And again, he measured a thousand. And he brought me through, once again, the waters now were to the loins. The loins represents God strengthens me. So after he saves us, he begins to do a work of strength in our life. You see, the waters keep rising. In other words, your life is supposed to keep getting better with this. Amen? Amen. It's supposed to be the same now. Somebody say, when am I going to change? I want you to look now. I want every individual in here to look at your life. I want you to look at nobody else. I want you to look at yours. And I want you to think back a year ago where you were. And I want you to look at where you are now. And let me know whether the waters have been flowing in your life. No, let God know. Because I already know. I preach to you just about every week if you come. I already know. You can't pull nothing over on me. Okay. I see straight through every one of you. I know your long shots. I know your shortcomings. You know what I'm saying? The things you think I don't know, that I don't say nothing about, I, I know. I know. That's why I'm praying for you. I'm not judging you. I'm praying for you. That's what I'm doing. Because I don't want you to be this year the way you were last year. And I don't want you coming here in the new year and you the same way. Because that's disrespect to all the work that we're doing here at House of Death. If you ain't moving in this thing. You know. It's being real. God is a, a God of movement. He wants to move us from faith to faith to glory to glory. So he begins to strengthen us. And verse 5 says, and afterwards he measured a thousand. He's still measuring. See, God is measuring. And, uh-oh, now this thing becomes, ooh, comes a river now. It was a river now. Started at the ankles, didn't it? Ooh. Going into the house, right? On the right side, receiving. Mm. Then it went to the knees. And then it went to the loins, where you begin to get stronger in this thing. And now it's become a river. Ooh. Now, I hope somebody can swim. Because verse 5 said, afterward, he measured a thousand. And it was a river that I could not pass over. Somebody say, I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow. You understand what I'm saying? See, God starts off small. Starts off at your ankles. Then he comes on up. He gives you a taste of a thing called salvation. Then he begins to strengthen you. And all of a sudden, now, uh-oh. I'm in the flow. I'm in the middle of this river. I can't, I can't get out of it now. I'm trapped. I'm in the flow of this thing, right? I either 
swim or die. You know, but he says he's with me all the way. So I'm not going to die spiritually. I might die physically, but I'm not going to die spiritually. So the river now is flowing, and guess what? I'm in the river. I'm in the river. See, you got to be a priest to be in the river, because it was a priest that was in the river. And God has made us kings and priests, right? Are you in the river? Are you in the flow? Are you really? Because when you're in the flow, things happen. Now, don't be playing up in here church now. You got to to produce something for for me to recognize you in the flow. You understand? Because, see, God God is a one of, when God called things out as though they weren't, he called it out even though it wasn't. He spoke it, and it came to be. See, that's what being in the flow is all about. And see, that's what we're teaching you here, to get in the flow. Not thank you in the flow, but know you in the flow. Know you in the flow, because when you're in the flow, things happen. Good things happen. Things begin to change in your life. How many of y'all looking for a change? Huh? How many do y'all know that change cost? So now, how many of y'all willing to pay the price, the cost to be the boss? It's a cost to be the boss. Ain't it, Pastor Riker? It's a cost to be the boss. You don't be the boss unless you're willing to pay the cost. And the cost is high. Especially when you're in the flow. Now, are you still in the flow? Who in the flow? Say, I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, it won't teach you about. <laughs> yeah, I will hold you to that. You say you in the flow? You acting like, okay, I'm gonna see if you in the flow. For the waters were risen. Look here, waters to do what? Swim in a river that I could not pass over. You know what I like about the word? If you explain the word, the word will speak for itself, won't? The word will speak for itself. And he said to me, son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me, is what I like, and he caused me to return to the brink of the river. That word brink there means to speak. Wow. Proverbs 18.21 says life and death or death and life is in the power of the tongue. You see, when you're in the flow, listen to me. When you're in the flow, things begin to happen. And once God returns you back to the brink of the bank, which is once God turns you loose to speak what he has spoken into you, you take that thing and things begin to, to happen. He, he, he began to speak what God had showed him while he was in the flow. If you ain't in the flow, see, you can't get no word to give the man. You can't get no word if you ain't in the flow to give to God's people. You see? And notice, it took some time to get in the flow. It just didn't come. It took some time. It took some effort. 
Then he said, I return. And when, now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees. That's y'all. The trees of righteousness. Planted by the Lord. That's what the book says. He calls us trees. Many trees. Watch this. And the trees on one side and the other side. See, while you looking this way, in House of Destiny, you see some trees. But you need to start looking the other way, too, and catch that other hundred million that we handle. Mm -hmm. See, stop looking just one side. Look both sides of the bank. You understand what I'm saying? The word is going out, not just here, but out there, too. Didn't the book say that when God gets you in the flow and return you, didn't it say that he'll bring you back to the brink of the river with a word? That means to speak. And when he got back, there were very many trees in verse 7. And that's what the word said. Well, that's what it means then. In other words, stop looking just one way. There's two sides to the river. <laughs> Let's you know, trees on both sides. But you don't get it, do you? <laughs> huh? You, you will. You will. And I like it. Watch it. Just going to have a little fun with you. Then he said unto me, verse 8, These waters issue out toward the east country, the within country. And they go down into, uh-oh, look where it goes. Down into the old crazy place in you. <laughs> you know that old place, that old desert, that old place of depression, that old place of craziness. You know what I'm saying? Amen. That old place of frustration, that old place, all of you know. Me all crazy. They went down in them desert places, didn't it? You know no more places that don't grow nothing. See, the water got to hit there in order for something to grow. Amen, that's right. But before it can do that, you got to get some water in you. Somebody got to speak it in you. Tell your neighbor. Tell them what? What you going to tell them if you ain't give them nothing? Look at your neighbor. Why? If I'm crazy. That beside me might be just crazy. <laughs> and it's speaking into me. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Now both of you crazier than crazy. You got to know what's speaking. Right? We're talking about life and death is in the power of the tongue. Now that's what the words say. And you got this and that speaking. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on, come on. Then he said to me, these are waters. Mm -hmm. They issue out toward the east country. They go down into the desert, the more crazy places. That covers a lot. But then they go into the sea, which is the spirit realm. Which bring forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. Which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. 
See, as this thing passes through you, these spiritual blessings that come from God, it only deals in the things that can be regenerized, regenerated, resurrected. It don't deal with that other stuff. Now, there are some things in you that's a desert. You know what I'm saying? That God going to resurrect in your life. Did you hear what I'm saying? There are some things. But you got to get in the flow in order for the word, the waters of the word to touch you and cause this thing to move in your life. Am I making sense? Make sense. See, there's some things that you want in life that you think that's done died in you. Because you ain't been able to touch it. It ain't bared no fruit in so long. You know what I'm saying? That you think God done forgot about it. And God, all God's doing is wait. Let me tell y'all something about the desert. There are seeds in the desert that's been in there 20, 25 years and they just waiting on the right rain to hit it. And in a day, in an instant, they come forth. God can do that to you. God can do that for you in your life. You know what I'm saying? But what good is it for the desert to be blossomed. And the desert don't want to let the bees pollinate. Watch out now. The, de- <laughs> the desert want to keep it all to itself. Don't want the little animals to eat off it. Don't want the little birds to nest. What good is it then? Hmm? Got to be careful with the blessings. Okay? Don't get stupid. Because, you know, we're notorious at being stupid. We get, get, we get $2, we go crazy. We forget God with $2. Let me get old back up here. I must have hit something then. Everything got quiet. Everything, got, everything just died up in here. Good God. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, I tell you what. I'll do that. Ooh, Jesus. Boy. So we get $2, we forget about God. You know? And then our health get bad. Our mind get bad. You know, things just get bad. Now we go, oh Lord. That ain't good. So, it says that the waters now, once that thing make it run down through them desert places, because that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to resurrect them desert places in you, you know? Because the best seeds are in them desert places. And God knows it. God knows that's where the best seeds are. And, and, and that's the job of the five-fold ministry to get them waters flowing so that we can get the best out of you for God. Amen? See, that's what this thing is all about. That's what this thing is all about. Now look at verse 11. But the miry places thereof and the marshes therefore shall not be healed, but they're going to be given they're going to be given to the salt. So it's some places that God ain't going to heal. 
That's them old miry places and them old marshes. That's them, that's quicksand, y'all. <laughs> you step off in there, you done. You know what I'm saying? See, God ain't, oh, oh, that ain't no good right there. You know, the water don't even go that way. He said, I ain't even going to heal that. See, I'm going to leave that to the salt. The salt is your physical life. Mm -hmm. We made up of about two-thirds water, and a lot of it is salt. You know, he said we're the salt of the earth, but if it loses salve, you know, then it ain't no good. So, so, so he said, now, I'm going I'm to I'm leave... I'm going to leave this part to the salt. The word salt here means pitfalls in your life will be given over to death. Psalms uh, 46, 40 verse 2, David says now, he brought me out of a horrible pit and placed my foot on a rock, which is the rock of faith, the word, and he established my goings. You see, he brought me out of that miry. See, that's what God wants to do. God, he, David didn't say that he healed the miry place. He said he brought me out of that horrible pit and he brought me out of that miry clay. He did not say he healed it. He said he brought me out of it. He put me on a rock. He put my, he put my foot in a place where I could stand like a man, like it's supposed to be done, and do what I need to do, not only for him, but for mankind and my wife. You understand? These, 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 these marshes and these miry places, they're not going to be healed. See, too many of us trying to get God to heal some things that we just need to get away from. Oh, Jesus. Boy, that's a... Oh, my God. Let me get over here in this corner because I'm finna get shot at. <laughs> See, God wants us to, 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 to get away from some things. See, we all, every one of us, including myself, got things that we need to get rid of, get away from. We keep asking God, God help me, God heal me, God help me. God say, just get the you-know-what away from it. Come on, preacher, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Just get away from it. Keep running to God, talking about heal this, heal that. No, 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 that's a pitfall. That's a marsh. That's a miry place. Get away from that. That's quicksand. Get away from that. Because I got a rock over here that I'm going to establish you. I'm going to pull you up out of here. And I got a rock right here that I'm going to establish your feet on. And I'm going to establish your going. But you're going to have to move. You know, you got to get away from that. Come on, that's right. Because every time you go back over there, remember now I didn't heal it. So every time you go over there to it, it's the same thing. Quick saying. Now you down off, knee deep, neck, up to you know, help. Told you not to go back over there no way. Now he is. He puts us on the rock again. All is guilty. Puts us on the rock. Life doing good. <laughs> I think y'all got it. <laughs> I think I, I never, you know what I'm saying? It don't like me calling you over there. We need a straight jacket, the, 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 them thing that you, you tie down a, a trailer with. You know them things, the spikes, and they put them things so the wind, if it blow, it won't. That's what he need to put on us. 
He need to do that. That's after he step us in wet cement and let it set up. He still need to strap us down. Cause that, cause of that right over there. <laughs> that thing got a terrible hole on us. And he said, "Now get away from it." He said, "Leave it alone." But we. At every time we get towed up, no, it never fail doing. <laughs> I'm serious. It's an expensive. Is is it what they call it? Um, it's the, it's the high price for low living. It's what it is. The high price for low living. Exactly what it is. Whether if it's an old two dollar woman, whether it's an old two dollar man, nope, huh? Two dollars. But that's him. That's her. We're going back to it like a fool. And it tears up every time. And there are many things in life that'll do that. Many. It's, it's a lot. A lot. Nothing. But look at verse 12. And by the river, upon the bank thereof, on this side and on the other side, learn to look both ways. Learn to look further than yourself. Amen. Right. <laughs> you know, see you, but see God too. All right? Because it says here, on both sides shall grow all trees, not some, ooh, people. Didn't I say all the ships rise together when the tide go in? Ain't that what, ain't, ain't that what we do here? It says, shall grow all, not some of the trees, but all the trees for me. Mm. Well, first of all, we them trees, we know that. But we also know that in order to have me, you got to be fed some meat. Huh? So we got to have something in us to pass on to somebody else. Because they say all the trees, in other words, everybody in here are trees that's for meat. Everybody in here should have something of knowledge and wisdom to offer one another. Because the Bible says men sharpen men like iron sharpens iron. So everybody in here ought to have some meat inside of them. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse so that I storehouse so that I should have some meat on my t- on his table. So he got a table in here. You know, because you're gonna need you're gonna need to feed somebody. From the word of God. You understand what I'm saying? You, 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 you got to understand what God is saying here. See, see, they done, they done poked out the, the, the scripture by using that scripture as to pertain only to money. But it really wasn't set up for that. You see, it really wasn't set up for that. Because every one of y'all in here ought to have sense enough to know if you ain't paying your tithe, you know, God's going to say, that's why you ain't no further than where y'all are. Everybody in it, I shouldn't have to tell nobody that, especially leaders. And I know everyone is doing whatever. We keep a list, don't we? But I don't say nothing, you know why? Because I know it won't be God. <laughs> He'll handle it. Because you all know. Everyone of y'all know. Everyone of you. So I don't have to preach Malachi. 
I don't waste my time with that. Not on that level. But bring all the tithes into the storehouse, you know. Because we, we need to have some meat up in here so that we can help one another with. When people are going through whatever it is they're going through. God said, now I'm going to cause all the trees, y'all, to grow up. And the ones that we reach it, to grow up. And they're going to be for what? Meat. So God is using us to be food, not only for ourselves, but for others too. Hmm? Have you ever found yourself counseling somebody? Yeah. Well, that's meat. You're serving God's meat to him. Does, does it getting clear? So everybody, everybody has. You see, the thing about this is that I don't take nothing for granted that people should understand this and know this. I try to break this thing down where I'm sure you understand what God is saying. You know, so we can get down into the deeper levels of it so that we can change. Because, you see, we can never... Being on that surface all the time with surface teaching, we can never get down under those layers where all them chinches are and them, them cockroaches and all that. You know them things that you got to get up out of there and you got to flush out with the Word of God? You know, that, that's the only way we can get that. We got to get down in there. We got to get down in there deep. The Bible says that all the trees are going to grow up for meat. And it also goes on and it says that whose leaf shall not fade. That means they're going to be living alive. Neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. You're going to always. Didn't I tell you have more than enough? Didn't I tell y'all that? See, some of y'all don't believe it. Some of y'all don't believe it. If you don't believe it, how, how he can't give it to you? Because if he gave it to you, you still wouldn't have sense to see it. <laughs> Zero in number two. <laughs> I'm going to sit out a minute. Then I'm going to say that again. If he gave it to you, you probably wouldn't have sense enough to even see that you got abundant life. That's why when you come up in here and they ask you to open your mouth, it takes about four or five times to get you ribbed up. Because you don't know you got abundant life because you come up in here crazy. You already come crazy when you got up. Half of you hated to come. That's pitiful. But you want God to do something. <laughs> I won't cross my leg. <laughs> you want God to do something for you. But you just as crazy and jacked up. Won't get out of bed. I don't feel like it. Well, God don't feel like it either then. You know what I'm saying? Stay in your misery. You know, I left one this morning. I'm in the bed. Well, stay there. I'm out of here. You know? I ain't, I ain't got time for that. I don't. Don't, don't burden me. I got enough. I got enough just wondering whether y'all going to act right. I'm looking around, everything looking kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm smelling... <laughs> yeah, I had that stuff all over me the other day. I got some yellow stuff, pink stuff, and I didn't know what it was. Old girl, that she saw it, right? It kept getting on me, right? And I'm trying to figure out what it was. And come find out, it was them oils, what it, where I 
was rubbing it on me, but it was turning colors. <laughs> I didn't know it was going. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> my wife, my wife looked at me. She asked me. She asked me. I'm gonna joke a little bit. She asked me, uh, "Well, what, what uh, is that on your face? Cause it was pink, and then it turned yellow. I mean, yeah, but it was in them place. And then I looked down on my jersey." Uh, T-shirt yesterday, a gray T-shirt, and it it was spotted yellow. And I said, "Uh oh, it's that oil. It's that oil." So I usually keep the oil over there at my desk, right? Old girl untook all oil from it. Won't let me even touch it. Say I do the anointing. You know what I'm saying? She won't even let me. Hey, chilling, y'all look good. But but I'm gonna finish in a minute. But you know, it's just crazy though. You know, it's just it, it's just it's just it just really is crazy. You know. It reminds me of an old man I saw last night on TV, you know. He came up to this guy, and he said, uh, I'm insane. I'm really insane, he said. And, and, and I'm looking at him, and the man was looking up at him. He said, yeah. He said, now, before I went into the asylum, I was all right. But he said, but when I came out, I was crazy, and I'm crazy, he said. You know what I'm saying? He said, I'm crazy now. And he said, is that them brushes you got there? Because the man was, he painted signs, right? He said, is that brushes you got there? He said, yeah, brushes. He said, you know, I wish I had some brushes so that I could paint all of these things that I see in my head all the time. Because I'm crazy. <laughs> He said, he said, I'm crazy now. He said, I'm insane. So what the man did was, man gave him the brushes, just during the depression time. Man gave him the brushes and gave him a little bit of paint and he sent him off his way. And he had his remedy. You know what I'm saying? He had his remedy to keep him from going off because he admitted the fact that he was crazy. Well, maybe we ought to admit that. I'm insane. I'm really crazy. You know, you know, maybe we ought to admit that. That's a good place to start. You see, you see, that's a real good place to start. See, you think it's all a joke, but it ain't a joke what I be throwing at you. I'm just trying to get it to you from another area. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, you got to be insane to want to go to hell. All of us. That's got to be that's got to be crazy at its worst. I'm about ten. It says here that the fruit thereof shall not be consumed, verse twelve. And it shall bring forth new fruit. This is what I like. According to are y'all there? Verse twelve. According to what? His, who? His. Wait a minute. That means it's a person. The trees are people. Can we say that? Oh. Okay. New fruit. It's going to bring forth new fruit in his month. Every one of us are in a different season of faith. Every one of us. No two people are on the same level of faith in here. 
God said that in according to your fruit, I'm going to bring in new fruit in according to your faith. His month means your individual faith. So the new fruit comes in accordance to your faith. Because you can't get what you need from my faith. You got to have your own. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Whatever level you are is going to decide what kind of development of fruit that God is going to bring forth. That's why we're supposed to go from faith to faith. Amen. From one level of faith to another level of faith Amen. so that we can continue on growing in the grace of God and producing new fruit. How I many of y'all tired of the same old fruit? Amen. It's like hearing the same old word. I need something new. It's more to God than what they've been giving. Amen. More to God than that. Way more to God than that. And you got to learn that you've got to stop settling for less. You've got to stop following less. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his month because their waters, they issue. Mm -hmm. Their waters that they issue. In other words, your waters that you issue out of the sanctuary from within yourself. And the fruit thereof shall be for me and the leaf thereof for medicine. In my clothing, I want you to know and understand that the miry places and the marshlands, the word of God say, I'm not going to heal that. So stop asking God to take them pitfalls out of your life. That ain't going to happen. You can go back there anytime you want to. He's not going to move that. The waters aren't designed to heal quicksand. You don't hear me? Amen. Word of God said when the waters flow, it's going to redo those desert places in you. But the miry places and the marshland quicksand, you know them things, like I said, them things that we keep returning to. Those places of insanity that we keep returning to. To try to justify not doing what we need to do. He said, now I'm not going to heal that. You got to get away from that. You got to get away from that. I'm not healing those miry places in those pits. But what I'll do, if you let me, is I'll bring you out of that if you let me. I'll bring you up out of that horrible pit. I'll bring you up out of those miry places and I'll, like I said, I'll set your feet on a rock. And if you stay there, I'll establish your going. If you stay there. But now, don't play with me now. Don't do that. Because the quicksand is still quicksand. The pit is still the pit. It is. 
The gambling house is still the gambling house. The drug house is still the drug house. You know, the shooting gallery still the shooting gallery. You know, the the, the promiscuous lady's house is is still that too. You know, you know. But those are our people. Those are the ones who's going to do the greatest of God's work once they get turned around. But now don't fool yourself and trick yourself to think that you're able to go in the pit and not get back in quicksand. Don't do that. Nobody's that good. None of us, you know. Whatever you like, Whatever your fancy is, you know, trust me, the Lord, he's not going to remove it. It's going to always be there. It's going to always be there. You might well understand that. The loss of you, of whatever, it's going to always be there, people. But God said, if you just move, put a little distance in it. I can establish you. I can help you. Or you can stay there. You stay there. And it will consume you. It will consume you. Because what it wants to do is get you off to yourself. That's what it wants to do. It wants to get you off to yourself in that pit. That pit of pity. That marshland of sorrow. Y'all know it. That's where it wants to get you. Isolated. Where it can destroy you. Where you can't get no counsel from the trees. You just got meat for your life. But all you can get is that voice that came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And you can constantly go to church and say, God, why don't you take this away? God is not going to take it away, people. No, 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 no. God don't take things. God take you through things. <laughs> you got God all wrong. See, see they done lied to your net, too. They done gave you false religion. No, no, no. God ain't taking nothing. He's going to take you through it. Didn't it say he brought me through the waters? Ain't that what he said? But guess what? Whatever it is that he's taking you from, is it not still with you and you can go back to it anytime you want to? Mm. Come on, y'all. Be real about it. Huh? You, 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 you can step off at any time. So if he took it from you, it wouldn't even be there no more, right? It wouldn't be no recognition of none of that. But it's something about the mind that don't forget. It's something when you think all of a sudden that everything is right and I've got it and I ain't going to worry about it no more. I got this thing and gone, then, uh-oh, I ain't where I think I am. I'm saying this to tell all of us to be cautious. To be cautious. Love yourself, you know. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on your children, you know. Don't be so hard on the people that you deal with daily in your life, you know. Don't be so hard, you know. But the main thing is don't be so hard on yourself because 
from being hard on yourself is what causes us to be hard on other people. And we don't need to do that. Amen? Let's give God some praises. Amen. We want question first. How many people would like to have CDs so we don't want to forget? Okay. The children want CDs. Y'all gonna listen to that word on CD? Okay, you see the CD. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, we have seven CDs. Eight. What's the eight eight CDs, uh Chair Deacon? Eight CDs. Amen. So make sure we stick around for your CDs. Uh, we just thank and praise God for everyone being here. Uh, we have some things taking place, but our young people uh, have been out and uh, they've been doing uh, uh, what they call the arm of God. And uh, I think today, today might be the final day of the, the lesson. So they want to come and do their presentation. Okay, I mean, Sister Sandra, um, you know, Whatever they got going on, so y'all be y'all can see what's happening here, okay? All right, y'all just let's give God a hand clap of praise for the teacher, amen. That's been instilling into the children, amen.
give our children a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 And Sister Sandra, if you have two more Bibles in the, in the back, uh, she has, Sister Sandra, if you have two more Bibles, uh, But anyway, uh, 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 Sister Sandy, if you got some more Bibles, those are Bibles. Yeah, we have two new little children here, and we want to give them a Bible, okay? It's not locked. We're going to make sure we give them a Bible. Now, for uh, I, I would like to say this too. Um, um, we would like to uh, ask all of you to, to remain with us. Now, what we have in store today is, come on, y'all, let's yell it out. Today is what? Dr. Manley's what? No, not his birthday. Appreciation Day. Amen. <laughs> so what we, well, he, he, he's still walking. He don't know how to accept the, uh, uh, he, Dr. Manley, will you please? He just, he's like a little fly. And he's just moving about. Dr. Manley, will you please be still for a moment? You, 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 like, you like a little bumblebee. After, after, after you get your CDs and, and after we dismiss, we are going over to the building. Now, y'all make sure, those that don't know where the building is, we need to stay together so we can drive over because there's an appreciation dinner for Dr. Manley. See, today, he's <laughs> looking yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I didn't tell it. He said, okay. <laughs> so uh well we're going to uh we're going to be dismissed. Y'all don't forget your uh uh don't forget uh there's a continuation of this service. There's a continuation, amen. So there's still more yet to come when we get to the other building, amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Uh, due to the fact that uh, um, Laverne has to go to work this afternoon, she wants to go and uh, she wants to do what if she got to do, something she wants to do. She knew about it, uh, but she has to go to work this afternoon. So uh, we're going to allow her to do whatever it is she's wanting to do. Uh, and then we're going to go over and we'll finish up. The bumblebee is gone again. Give her a minute. Okay, give her a minute. Okay, we're going to give her a minute. The bumblebee has just flew in hiding. So, until he can't handle surprises. Now, didn't the kids do a fantastic job? Amen. Amen. I, I do need to say this, too. That, that little ball of oil he keeps smelling... I'm, I'm into essential oils, and I do essential oils. And um, anyway, that, that ingredients is a mixture that I made up for a positive attitude. So he asked me to give him a, a, a mixture of positive attitude because he said he will go off. You know, So I mixed him up a little batch uh, mixed in there. So when y'all see him smelling that little, that little ball of oil, 
It's because he's needing an attitude adjustment. Okay? <laughs> you got that for the little children. You got their names for? All right. Uh, um, Brother Tang, you come up and know. Okay. Those are little children Bibles. Oh, Mari. Okay. Hopefully and prayerfully, they will be with us uh, uh, in the class, Sister Sandra. Uh, uh, they've been bringing. Okay. Uh, Miss Laverne, I understand you got to go to work, so you want to do something. Huh? You got to do yours. Okay. Uh, Bumblebee, will you please stand still? He's, doing his positive. He's got the positive attitude with him. 